Beware of pub crawlers. That phrase actually appeared in a pamphlet in early 1900s England, referring to stealthy political operatives who'd wander from table to table and down the streets to preach the word of the Tariff Reform League. They called themselves missionaries of sorts, but their rivals in the Budget League gave them the nickname Pub Crawlers. But of course, it didn't take too long for something that sounded so fun to actually become something more fun. In the narrow and bustling streets of England, it's easy to go from one pub to another. Either on two feet or maybe actually crawling, pub crawls. They grew from meandering adventures among friends to organized events among cities. And now the phenomenon has become big business, especially themed pub crawls. People wearing onesie pajamas or Santa suits, hopping on and off shuttle buses and joining crowds of others also wearing onesies or Santa suits in the middle of the day at bars around the city. Yeah, that's actually happened in St. Louis. But on this episode of Abby Eats, we're going to do something a little different. We're unzipping the onesies to find out a little bit more about how this bar crawl industry works. Because this weekend, thousands of people have RSVP'd to events hosted by a company known not to show up to the party. People are saying that both of these are turned out to be scams. We are very well aware of that work being associated with us. We are on your pub crawl team, and we're talking to a manager at a bar who's hoping her place fills up this weekend. I think pretty confident we'll be all right. Plus, the other events to have on your planner this weekend, and a hefty helping of food news. We do a lot of browsing online to find the events we bring for the weekend planner. But two this weekend caught my eye. A margarita crawl on Saturday and a mimosa crawl on Sunday, both happening downtown. First, that's a lot of sugar. Then, it's a lot of people. For Mimosa Sunday, 1,700 people have noted that they're interested in the event on Facebook. It costs from 18 to 35 bucks to access. Nearly 9,000 people say they're interested in the margarita crawl Saturday with $25 to $40 tickets. The tickets get you a wristband and access to specials at all the participating bars, according to the event pages. Plus, you can even score some swag. What do the margarita crawl and a mimosa crawl have in common, besides a guaranteed hangover? Both are being put on by a company called Bar Crawl Unlimited. All it takes is a quick search of the company to find some red flags, especially associated with margarita and mimosa crawls in cities around the country. A link to their complaints at the Better Business Bureau. Here's one. Quote, Bar Crawl Unlimited will post events on Facebook through Eventbrite. You pay the event fee and then they change the location, event name, participating bars and dates. They will not actually have the event. They will not refund your money. They just keep rescheduling the event to a later date. They scammed over 1,100 people in my city alone. End quote. Another, quote, I ended up not attending, but I'm wondering what my $20 entry fee paid for. The wristband was supposed to get me discounted drinks all night, but at every bar, they were selling the discounted drinks to everyone. End quote. The Arizona-based company also has a one-star rating on Yelp. Quote, Bar Crawl Unlimited are either lazy, incompetent, or indeed scam artists. End quote. Another, quote, there was only one person from the company to check in and process all the attendees. 500 or so maybe, took 35 minutes in line to get into the first location, which was very crowded. None of the locations we went to looked for the required wristband to give you their deals. The deals were no better than you'd get at most happy hours, and some weren't even that good. End quote. So I called up Delaney Hare, 
area manager with Bar Crawl Unlimited over in Arizona to ask what's up. Delaney. Hey, Delaney. This is Abby Larico in St. Louis. Of course, I walked away from my desk like right when you called me back. Sorry about oh, that. No, you're totally fine. I get that completely. And I'm happy to answer any questions you have about our upcoming St. Louis event because we're actually really excited about it. Delaney, you're actually going to be here this weekend? Yes, I will be running both events with another, um, obviously, like assistant just because we want to have someone else to assist with wristband and stuff to move the process along as fast as possible so people aren't waiting in line and stuff like that. I gotta say that part of the reason that this event caught my attention um, in the podcast, we do a weekend planner where we essentially just kind of go through the cool things that are happening, food and drink related around St. Louis. And this one had huge interest um, on Facebook like 9,000 people almost between the two events have at least clicked that they're interested in something like this. Yeah, and our count right now, basically we're looking at about, I'm going to, well, the ticket sales are reflecting like 170 people for Saturday, around 200 for Sunday. And we expect in the next two days, basically for them to go up to at least 200 for Saturday, at least 300 for Sunday. Searching Bar Crawl Unlimited didn't exactly yield the best results online. Uh, yes, and we understand that as a company. We are fairly new, and we're about a year and a half old. So a lot of those negative, especially like our BBB stuff and our early Yelp reviews are from before new management took over, basically. Mm. And so... We have been correcting a lot of these organizational issues, just bar participant issues, because we want to just make sure that the communities we're going to are having fun at our events. We don't ask the bars to pay anything at all. We just need their specials and to ensure that they can provide the services. And that's why we try our actively trying to make sure that they know at all times how many people we're expecting, how many tickets are sold, etc. Because we don't want our customers to have a bad time and we don't want our bars to be stressed out. In the uh, online reviews, frankly, the word that was used a lot was scam. You're saying is just mismanagement never intended to scam anybody? Yes. But do you understand no. how that kind of oh, came yes. out? And we obviously, we are very well aware of that word being associated with us. Unfortunately, but it's really not, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. It kind of makes a lot of the management laugh because we're really not trying to scam anybody. Anytime that we've had to reschedule an event, we're happy if you can't make the reschedule date to refund you. We just want to make sure that you're having a good time. The only time we have to reschedule or cancel dates is due to, like, weather. Like, also, a couple of our dates, we move because other events are going down. On in that town, we were not aware of, unfortunately, at the time, because they popped up. So it was just kind of like, let's make sure that we can get all of our crawlers the most amount of bars, the most amount of specials, the best deal, the best time, because they're paying good money to come on this crawl. So we want to make sure it's a good time for them. And if they can't make any rescheduled dates, we're happy to refund. Mm -hmm. How are you making sure that the bar crawl participants are getting their money's worth and not just simply walking into some of these participating bars and buying a drink on special even without a wristband from the bar crawl? To be honest with you, that is going to be completely on the bars. We do go, obviously, and we usually try to have at least two people on 
each event so that someone can, if we hear, because a lot of times we hear, oh, they ran out of this, this bar isn't offering this, or they're saying this, and so we want to send someone over there and be like, hey, how can we work through this, let's update things, let's get things moving, etc., like, let's fix any problems we have. It's just really working with the bars and having a good communication. And that is something that we are actively trying to obviously do our best in. Sometimes it has not worked out, but it's actually going very well recently. And we're very excited about St. Louis because the bar owners, the whole community has been so receptive even after the last time we had one. Um, yeah, tell me more about event. that. Tell me more about that last event. Um, it was a mimosa crawl, mm-hmm. and it was there were some bars that were not close together. Unfortunately, and that coordinator who is no longer with the company planned it not close together. It was late to the event. Why are you wanting to be back in St. Louis then? Why? Because why are you we ready? Wanna, we want to redeem our um, reputation because hmm. we love St. Louis. Um, we think it's a great community. You guys have such a vibrant scene. We do really think we would be a great fit because a lot of bar crawl companies that come out there are in certain time slots. You have to go with a certain group. You get little notifications. And we kind of like to be more free range. We're a free room crawl. So we want you guys to be able to decide what you want to do if you like one bar more than the other. And we know you guys are a growing community with like a very good scene. So... We would like to redeem our reputation there and want to provide community with a great time. This is a question. My final question is less about the St. Louis event specifically and more about just this industry. It seems like a heck of a lot of work to be planning a multi-bar party um, months in advance in some cases from across the country. Like, that's a lot of work. It is definitely a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. A lot of times... It is a little bit difficult to to people because they don't get that we are based out of Arizona. We're not asking anything from the bars except for two to three specials. We really just want to get people in the air bar. Mm-hmm. And so kind of given that and given all the work that goes into it and given the kind of um, non-local planning aspect of it, why would you encourage people around the country, but I guess specifically here in St. Louis, to participate in a crawl like this one? Because we want to make our uh, company present in the community. What we're big on as a Bar Crawl Unlimited, we're really big into building relationships with communities. Well, on behalf of uh, at least a couple hundred bar crawlers in several bars, I hope this weekend goes well for you. Oh, I'm really excited for this weekend. And I mean that. I'm not out to get anyone by digging all of this up. This is just about responsible participation. It'll remain to be seen if the optimism pays off. The specials listed on the event's Facebook pages are a little vague, and in a town like St. Louis, the price savings are debatable. $5 shots, $7 mimosas. Some places do seem to be adding a little variety to their margarita flavors, though. But as Delaney said, that's up to the bars themselves to determine these specials. So, I called everyone on the list for either of the two events, and there's a lot of overlap. The Over Under Bar and Grill... Tigan Irish Pub, Missouri Bar and Grill, Sliced Pint, Flannery's Pub, Rosalita's Cantina, and the 314 City Bar. 
Hi, my name is Abby Larico, and I am the host of the Abby Eats St. Louis podcast and a reporter for KSDK. I'm calling because you're listed as one of the venues for both a mimosa crawl and a margarita crawl this weekend. And I wanted to make sure that it was actually happening. So if you could give me a call back on yeah. my cell phone number. So you'll have, you know, you'll be prepared with the specials and to check wristbands and all that. It's called a uh, bar crawl unlimited. Basically all over the country people are saying that both of these Thank are you for looking into turned out to be scams. My name's Abby. It, wherever they host were hosted. Yes, sir. Abby Lurie. Yeah, I have uh, just a couple questions. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that you guys are actually having it. And you're yeah, for sure. And I need to be actually transparent too. Um, so my name's Abby and I'm actually a reporter with Channel 5. So I just want to do some digging on the events advertised for this weekend. Okay, great. Um, I know you guys are listed as the check-in location for the mimosa crawl. Okay. And that's this Saturday? How exactly does that work? Yeah, well, like, do you just come in and okay. get your wristband? Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. And you guys are doing both the margarita and the mimosa crawl. Everyone I talked to confirmed they knew about their bar's involvement in the event. Some were a little fuzzy on the details, but they do expect margarita chugging and mimosa sipping bar crawlers to slither in throughout the day. In some write-ups of failed events in other cities, angry visitors took their frustrations out on the restaurant staff who knew very little of the event. Since Bar Crawl Unlimited truly seems to plan to put on this event this weekend, I sat down with Carla Ward. She's the general manager at Missouri Bar and Grill downtown. I mean, we're involved in a lot of pub crawls that are down here. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about your experience with those. Generally, um, everybody that comes in is... just they're having a good time you know they they enjoy the specials that are put on they enjoy walking around downtown you know with their fellow you know group that they have and you know just cutting up and having a good time they they just seem to be having a blast I'm curious because you know in researching this story I found a lot of the different bars that are involved kind of hear from the organizers and they say yeah they reach out to us we're just putting some specials on how exactly does it work on the back end how do you become involved in the pub crawl well typically uh, we are reached out by email (laughs) from different uh, one is social scene um, that isn't a local group but they put on a lot of social things um, and people sign up to do that and um, but usually it's through email. I know the one that Saturday there's going to be a local person that's going to be here. Is that something that's important to you guys? I think it's important for the customers mm-hmm. that have paid to have this so they know that they, they're being taken care of, that somebody is watching their back, that you know the dollars that they've spent to be involved in this are actually, you know, they're represented. I think yeah. that's important. Yeah. And if you're not getting any of the ticket sales, because people buy tickets through the right. event, right? right. Yes. If you're not getting anything from that, then... You know, what, what is the, the value in it for you? What is the value? Um, I think the value would be um, notoriety, would be word of mouth. Um, even if people are from out of town, um, the social media, to say we're at Mobar, this is great, yeah. it's awesome, you know, that gets or out like there. Or like you it's said, word of people mouth. getting I in mean, here. I mean, it's, yeah. it's uh, free advertisement, basically. And we don't get out of our wheelhouse too much. We won't join and or sponsor a pub crawl if it's something that is out of our realm that we would not normally do or things we would not normally carry you can't you can't just reinvent yourself every time that there's a pub crawl so you definitely have to be able to provide the service that you normally would provide and not get out of your realm what will happen though if saturday and sunday the folks from the bar crawl company don't show up and it turns out to be nothing from them um, you know, if they don't show up, it, it's really not going to affect us that much. I think it would be sad for somebody to false advertise, you know, to do something. I think I'm pretty confident we'll be all right. I mean, it's good business, good business. If, if it doesn't come, we're, we're pretty good here at Missouri Barn Girl. We know we're going to get it already. 
Carla, thank you so much for You're your welcome. time today. Yeah, I'll let you get back it. to the bar. All right, thank you. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. From that conversation, we'll go into the podcast booth. I'm joined by Dory Almost. Hello there. Hi. So this was a weird episode in some ways because the news really dictated it. And mm-hmm. I just was kind of, I had no idea how it was going to turn out, making all those phone calls, talking to the people from Bar Carl Unlimited. And I just want to reiterate, in no point do I want to sit here and say like, oh, cancel your plans to go out this weekend. If you have tickets, if you're planning on going to either of these events, if anybody you know is... That's great. Um, It's just important to do your research. A little bit of a heads up, if you will. Just kind of know that there are these lingering comments and questions and concerns out there from previous events, at least. Exactly. And I think it's a learning experience, too. Before you buy tickets to any event, um, ask yourself a couple of questions. Number one, who is hosting it? Um, Are they local? What is their job? What is their role? There are plenty of companies that are doing this in a totally legitimate way. And for all we know and all we hope, Bar Crawl Unlimited is doing it in a legitimate way this weekend. Again, as they say, starting kind of over here in St. Louis. But just recognize that these are not local companies in a lot of time or a lot of times who are planning these things. They are events. Realize what the fine print is. It might be really hard for you to get your money back Mm -hmm. on something like this and that they reserve the right to change a lot of the details associated with that. And finally, look to see what the specials are and if they are a special right exactly (laughs) if they are a special and who the participating vendors and um, venues are because you don't want to run into a situation where you're like wait I don't actually want to go to any of these bars and just remember that if you're signing up to pay some of these things it's not a scam if they're very clear that a lot of it is out of your control. Mm-hmm. You just need to make sure that you're making wise decisions before just putting your credit card information out and hoping that you're going to get this awesome good time. Just keep all of this stuff in mind. Be wise, be prepared. Have you ever done any of these organized bar crawls, Dory? I have not, no. Nope. I did. I'm not against it. Yeah. I would if it was, you know, the mood struck me right or the drink occasion right. struck me right. But yeah. I have not, no. I've done 12 bars um, a couple years ago. Of Christmas. Ago. Yeah, yeah, the 12 bars of Christmas. And that's huge and that's all over the country and things. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'll say even at something as well organized as that, you have really crowded buses and you have people walking into the different bars not wearing the sweatshirt that designates you being part of the event and still getting the specials so just keep some of these things in mind and you know if there's a threshold if you're spending more than 35 dollars and that's too much for you Mm -hmm. to deal with any kind of issues or whatever just keep all of that stuff in mind so on that note we have some food news to get to next and a couple mm, sad one yeah. actually i don't know if the first one is sad or not yet just a little mysterious I'd yes say. i would definitely say that so the first one tani sushi bistro abruptly closed over the weekend um they didn't really give too much of a reason why the restaurant in clayton suddenly closed but mm-hmm. they are encouraging their fans their frequent diners to submit their email on tani's website for what they called important future updates so TBD on yeah. if they're going to do anything Mysterious. different with the space, if they're going to wind up moving. I mean, it's kind of an institution in a lot of ways there in Clayton, um, not just for sushi and eating, but kind of for nightlife. And it's a it's a hangout there. So hopefully something else comes of that one pretty soon. If, if we find out of it, 
We will let you guys know. We will let you know. Um, So another institution saying goodbye. Al's Cafe has already closed. This one was sad. I know. It's been around for more than 100 years uh, along the the riverfront in South City. Easy for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the owner, Al, he's the fourth generation owner, and he is quoted as saying, my knees are going bad, and I just can't do it anymore. And my 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 wife wanted me to stay home. Like he cried when he gave that quote oh, too. Did he? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. so sweet. It's it's hard, and again, that's all he's known. You know, yes. And so often we are like, why can't things stay open? But sometimes it really is a labor of love for so many of the people who are working so hard to bring us the places we like so much. They put their heart, their soul, their knees, their into knees it. into it. Yeah. Oh, well, we're gonna wish you the best of your retirement in your retirement i should say to al um speaking of people who put in a lot of work how about urban chestnut honoring stan the man big move right that's bold it's got to live up to a lot yes it's called the number six classic american lager it's brewed with a recipe that predates prohibition what i think is so cool so is it gonna like put hair on my chest (laughs) (laughs) just might yeah (laughs) Um, here's what they said about it. They said, the recipe we chose has resulted in something we believe will be as universally loved and enjoyed as the man it honors. So a lot to live up to there. I mean, I don't think I could hate the beer just because of the guy on the can, you know? Right, but even the... Wow, they want it to be universally loved and enjoyed. So I kind of wonder what you think that means in St. Louis. Like, I don't know. Is easy it going Easy to drink. Go to. yeah. That'll be cool. I'm excited to try that. I am too. I kind of lack that little easy to go to. I can always grab a six pack of it at the grocery store. Yeah, mine was citywide for a long time. Which I've done that a little bit too. But I'm, you know, you want you want to mix it up a little yeah, bit. A little bit. Um, for I also in the wintertime, was really liking from um, Center Ice Brewery. They're one that's brewed with champagne. Oh, the um, the new something new. It's a name. Yes, it's named after Sun. Yes, it has a bow tie on it. Hold on, I've got to figure out what exactly it is. I'm not even going to make Shelly edit this part out because I am. Um, we're just going to take you guys behind the scenes a little bit here and show you. See who can Google faster. Ooh, oh, well, you probably will be faster than me. I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. I know. Why did I even bring this up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, it is called Nash Year's Eve. Yes. After a sun. Yes. yes. Okay, Nash Year's Eve. That was a good winter beer, but also pretty high in alcohol content. So <laughs> anyway. Get y'all warmed up. <laughs> exactly. You'll be able to grab a six-pack of number six um, at Bush State. Or yeah. I guess you can't get a six-pack at Bush Stadium, but at grocery stores. And they're going to serve it at Bush Stadium, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and beer, t- beer retailers starting March 16th. Very excited for that. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I haven't had any Nash Year's Eve today, despite the fact that I sound <laughs> like I have. You know, I'm on a new schedule, so my brain hasn't quite started working in the afternoon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Dory, what's the best thing you've had to eat this week? So, I had to think about this one. Then, all of a sudden, I had this duh, aha moment. Uh-huh. The best thing I had to eat this week was some Old Bay chicken that we grilled up on Sunday. It mm. was just perfect weather outside, gorgeous Sunday, which got a little cloudy as the day went yeah. on, but couldn't turn down that opportunity to fire up the grill, enjoy the backyard. 
and get some Old Bay chicken. Now, it's not the best Old Bay chicken I've ever had, but it was very good. And it just kind of set the tone and got a little bit of a taste for spring and those backyard parties that are to come. And you love yourself some Old Bay. I do. Also, if anybody out there, I'm going to put my plea right here. If anybody out there has access to that Old Bay buffalo sauce that they just came out with like a month ago, hook your girl up. Old Bay buffalo sauce sounds amazing. like their own blend of it, so... We I make our it. own. We used um, Cybergs for the buffalo sauce, and it was really good. Interesting. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. So mine, um, if you follow us on Instagram, you might have seen uh, some highlights from some of the best eats I've had in a very long time. Good. And that was at an event. I was invited to be the quote-unquote celebrity judge for, <laughs> again, I hate when I'm they sorry to that. laugh. <laughs> no, you feel free. Bring me down. Um, it's the Girl Scouts of Eastern Missouri have an awesome event at the Chase Park Plaza every year called Dessert First. <gasps> I saw your pictures. Yes, and it's exactly mm. what it sounds like. It is be eating a bunch of desserts using slash inspired by Girl Scout cookies. I love um, that, yes. This year I decided I was going to try. I took my – I've been to the event before, but this was the first year as a judge. I decided to take my role very seriously and try absolutely everything. Good. And there were 13 desserts. Oh, my gosh. So I had 13 desserts that night. Wow. And keep in mind, this was while I was still on the morning show schedule. So I finished up around 7.45 and had to be up at 2, two. after eating – 13, 13 desserts. desserts. <laughs> um, so Chef Russell Ping from Russell's Cafe and Bakery, um, okay. he actually won the night's People's Choice Award with Lemon Ups. There was like an ice box pie made with lemon cookie crumble and lemon curd and whipped cream. Um, I'm all in for anything yes, lemon. Yes, and there that was really refreshing too because there were a lot of s'mores, mm-hmm. cookie-inspired um, desserts. My personal favorite actually came from Greenbrier Country Club, okay. the pastry chef there they you they made a samoa inspired like cupcake oh Oh my gosh it's incredible what some of these people were coming up with and um at yolklore they had this like whip that was s'mores inspired Mm -hmm. it was it kind of tasted like a whipped cream and then they served it with spiced hot cocoa that was really good so i just had a hot mess of delicious (laughs) desserts and it's the it's the best dessert that i'll have all year it might be loaded up for the rest of the year (laughs) It was quite a bit. Um, looking ahead to this weekend, March 6th through 8th, um, you know, last year or two years ago for Lent, I gave up sweets and I went to that event and I, ooh, yeah, I still had the sweets even though I'd given them <laughs> up. But speaking of Lent, um, a lot of fish fries happening this Friday. Yep. We got our fish fry guide up at ksdk.com slash fish fry. We've got probably a couple dozen on there that you can check out close to you if you want to venture out. Um, that interactive map has all the details for locations and contact information that you would need to check out a fish fry throughout the St. Louis area. But Dory, what if I don't like fish? What if you don't like fish, well, Abby? this is the event for anybody who wants to say that to their podcast right now. <laughs> because the Unfish Fry crew at First Unitarian Church of St. Louis, um, that's on Waterman in the city, will serve up a vegetarian meal this upcoming Friday. Very cool. And it sounds really good, actually. Yes, like, it I, does. I really think I'm going to try to go to this. Um, it's going to be Mediterranean-themed. So mm. the menu includes falafel, hummus with pita, veggie chili. Mediterranean salad, mac and cheese, dolmeds, dolmads. I've never know how to say that properly, but that's that like delicious uh, leaf wrap. It's like a uh, grape leaf, Yes, grape leaf wrap deliciousness. Um, Green beans, homemade desserts. 
even better, tickets are only eight bucks for adults and five bucks for kids. So you That's still get good. those fish fry prices without <laughs> having to eat fish if you want to try something a little different that's still meatless this Friday night. I love it. With Mediterranean food, you can feel, you don't even realize you're not eating meat. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Love it. All right. So Friday, if you're also looking to be a little bit more in the giving spirit, but you also want to party, you can head to <laughs> Dory, Tin. Dory, that sounds just like me. <laughs> yes. You can head to Tin Roof. They're having a fundraiser to help out Nashville residents after the tornadoes. So Tin Roof is actually headquartered in Nashville. Mm. So they're kind of extending the olive branch or the, the helping hand to um, the people there. They're going to have dollars or one dollar from several different beers and cocktails that are going to go straight to the Red Cross. I think they'll have the ability to raise a lot of money. Totally. Also because there's a free concert going on. So stop by. You can listen to Rob Lanes, I think is how you pronounce it. Country music guy. I'm not a country Mm -hmm. music person, but um, should be a good time and help. Nashville residents recover. Absolutely. Don't just think about Nashville when you're p- trying to plan a bachelor party. Think about them after everything that they've gone through this week exactly. with that horrible tornado. Um, a sign of the season's change. This is pretty exciting. On Saturday, all of the Fritz's frozen custard locations will be back open for the season. And a lot of people, you know, they grow up going to uh Tedrews, for example. Mm-hmm. Fritz's was for me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, we would go to That's the... the like, county folk. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Especially because they have locations in Florissant, St. Peter's Valley Park, Wentzville, and O'Fallon, all of which will be opening this Saturday. And I feel like I should just, for nostalgia's sake, go get a root beer float from Ooh, Fritz's. That, that was always good. what I got as a kid. Love it. Root beer float. All right, Saturday, if you're looking to have a little bit of a flair. Um, there's an international food festival going on at the Forsyth School Gym. This is at the corner of Skinker and Wydown. goes from 6 to 8.30, and you can get in for free. Nice. At this event, your plate is your passport. We'll have food from all over the world, including India, Africa, Latin American foods, and Middle Eastern foods. They'll also have some free cooking demos. That's cool. And you can donate, too. Um, but any and all of that would benefit the St. Louis area food pantries can also bring in some canned foods to help the cause as well. This is one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is that we don't just highlight like restaurant openings mm-hmm. and closings and just like the hot new place that you will never be able to get a table at. We talk about community things too because we know you got to eat and free is a good price. Yeah. Um, this is one that man if I didn't oh. have if I didn't have a baby shower to go to That's, on Sunday yes. I would totally go to <laughs> this sounds because really good. Filipino breakfast is awesome and Sunday the Fattened Calf is having their Filipino brunch. So this is following the Fattened Calf Filipino food pop-ups at the end of every month over at Earthbound Beer. They're actually going to have their first ever brunch pop-up. Oh, tasty. And, I mean, okay, think about, like, the best bacon and the best, like, the way that they fry their eggs. And you've had some, you know, kind of with, fil- um, with Maloo. Maloo, yeah, yes. I was going to say, so, that was amazing. So good. Such a great combination of, like, salty and sweet and a little bit spicy in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it's happening from noon to 3. It's family-friendly, and you don't have to make reservations for this event. They're going to be posting the menu on their Facebook page soon, but they say they are planning on having tropical mimosas. Oh, I wish I could be there. So even if you're not doing the mimosa crawl, um, you can try some different types of mimosas there on Sunday. Perfect. And then also on Sunday, if you are 
looking to say goodbye to an institution in St. Charles, one of the first craft breweries in the region, Trailhead. They are closing. Owners looking to kind of start settling down, and they are passing the torch to Schlafly. We reported this. Great news for people in St. Charles and for Schlafly Brewery that at least it's staying in local hands. Mm -hmm. It's going to stay um, a brewery for a one, brewery, yeah. yes. Um, but they got a lot of kegs to empty as they go Ooh. through the weekend. So they're going to be having some specials all weekend. So stop by, uh, say goodbye to Give Trailhead. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good thing to do this weekend. Abby Eats St. Louis is a Five on Your Side production. I'm Abby Larico. And I'm Tori Olmos. Our editor is Shelly Karam. Theme music is by Jerome Fabi, Olivier Renoir, and Pierre Dubost. Special thanks to Word Histories for sourcing the origin of the term pub crawl. Super interesting. It was so yeah. random and funny, but I liked it be sure to subscribe to our podcast us being a weekly thing helps us stay on top of cool and interesting stories like the one we hope you found cool and interesting this week about pub crawls and leave us a rating and review as well and let us know your thoughts on our instagram at abby eats st louis until next week seize the plate Ooh la la.